to Founded Translation, a weekly-ish exploration of one fellow's translation of the Christian scriptures, one chapter or so at a time. I'm Brandon Rhodes, and across the internet from me is the translator himself, Brandon Johnson. Hi, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. And a very good morning to you. How you doing? Yeah, good. Good. How you doing? The dude abides. <laughs> Good. That's how I'm going to answer that today. All right. <laughs> the dude Sounds is good. Aspi- the dude is aspiring <laughs> to abide. Uh, and I'm taking comfort in uh, Galatians 5. We're going to be talking about uh, Galatians 5, 1 through 12 this morning. Um, last week's conversation uh, was really Paul bringing uh, a lot of his arguments to a crescendo here. And then this is kind of the payoff. This is the like guitar riff towards the end of like Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Where he's like, quite, you know, starting with Christ set us free for freedom. So stand up. Don't be, don't go back to the oak. Like he is flowing with zeal. So I'm excited that we get to see what all this means, all this like mm-hmm. in-house fighting. What does it mean for him? Yeah. So a few things we're going to talk about this week. Uh, for those of you listening or watching, uh, we do have a link to the um, translation, Brandon's translation, in the episode notes and um, video description. Uh, if you'd like to check that out, the things we're going to talk about is in verse 3, indebted to do. Usually it's translated as something in the neighborhood of obligated to obey. Uh, in verse 6, we're going to talk about faithfulness being accomplished through love. And then we're gonna, there's going to be kind of a, a triad of things, this metaphor that gets kind of lost, um, and pun that gets lost in verse uh, 4 with uh, fell away or pushed off course, and then the whole theme of like cut you off, cut the whole cutting <laughs> pun, uh, we're going to just explore that a little bit more in the ways that uh, Brandon uh, centered making sure that we capture all the wit going on there. So uh, go ahead and hit pause and give it a read if you haven't already. We'll be here. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So the first thing we're going to talk about here is uh, in verse 3. Brandon, you want to read it and set up what's going on? Sure. I'll start with verse one and go through mm-hmm. verse three there. Christ set us free for freedom. So stand up and do not be harnessed into enslavement's yoke again. Look, I, Paul, am telling you that if you get circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. I testify again to every person getting circumcised that they are indebted to do Torah in its entirety. Hmm. So it's uh, the thing we're centering on is uh, they're indebted to do Torah in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's a the very ma- literal yeah. translation? Even even more literal would be like they are debtors to doing Torah. Oh, um, but the idea is that they owe it. Um, and it's interesting to me, King James and New King James keep that 
Um, but every other one that I looked at changes it to something along the lines of like being obligated to obey. And which isn't a huge shift, like meaning wise exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but it does a couple of things. One, it tips it back into the, like the we're prioritizing authoritarianism. Um, just, why do we need to keep tipping it in that direction? It's pretty actively against what the triumphant message, what the gospel is about here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and two, it obscures this like running theme throughout Hebrew Bible and Christian scriptures, like across the whole gamut, that debt is a like a significant metaphor, um, mm -hmm. a significant theme. Um, sometimes metaphorical, sometimes more literal. Um, that is important. And so if you take it out, you're like disconnecting this from this whole running theme through scripture. Mm -hmm. And usually it's the, it's one of the core metaphors for what's usually called sin. Right. Yeah. Being in debt um, is, is about sin. And like you talk about in Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talks about forgiving the debts, um, letting the debts go free, like releasing claim on the debt mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, as what's more traditionally translated as like forgiving, but it's, it's the debt being forgiven, the, the sin being let go, released, not the person who did it. Like, I'm not mad at you anymore. Like it's a very, yeah. it's a different focus there. Hmm. And so it's, if you're here, it's talking about like, if your belonging is based on following the specific rules in Torah, then all of a sudden you're putting yourself to being in debt to make sure that you follow all the rules. Otherwise your belonging is challenged. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I can see how, um, using the kind of authoritarian or the obligated to obey language works here with other metaphors that Paul is drawing. Like he's been talking about, like, if you still have to culturally conform to mm -hmm. Torah, um, he's been calling that something like, he's been calling it slavery. So mm -hmm. like you have to obey the master of Torah, like the, the pedagogue has become the master is right. um, what he's getting at. So that's like a fair continuity of metaphor. It's just not actually what, for whatever reason, Paul didn't go there. Like this would be right. an appropriate place to put um, authoritarian or hierarchical mm -hmm. language. It's just not what Paul did. Right. Yeah. I mean, he deals with that in verses, in verse one, like do not be in harnessed into enslaving this yoke again. Great. Yeah. And he's like adding, expanding, like, how many metaphors can I fit in here so that you start to like one of them will land and I think you'll, you'll get it. Right. Mm -hmm. I think, I think well, that's, that's yeah. his, that's his style. A lot of the time is like, I'm just going to throw as many metaphors and analogies as possible so that maybe one of them will click for you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I should have researched this a little bit before the podcast, but it, it occurs to me, you know, indentured servitude and like forms of slavery built around debt resolution was yep. a 
was a pretty normal thing. Like anybody who still has student That's... loans is aware of this. Uh, it, yeah. it's, it's modern expression yeah. in our own day. Um, yeah. And that's in the in the Christian scriptures anyway, uh, the New Testament, it's um, that's usually what it's talking about when it's talking about being enslaved. Yeah, these are not is is that enslavement to pay off debt. They're not typically um, kidnapped people. Right. Yeah, there was that earlier Hebrew Bible. It mm -hmm. was more, more of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, Jesus Day, it's much more of the, like, I'm enslaved by debt. Or so yeah, it's a, this is actually then, a, it's not choosing between metaphors. It's just like, well, you're enslaved because you have a debt to pay. Mm -hmm. Right. And the, exactly. this debt doesn't quite let go. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. That's great. So the, uh, the next thing to talk about, we're going to... Um, jump around a little bit in terms of the order of this, how it shows up in the text, but I really enjoy uh, verse six. Mm -hmm. It's, it's in, in conventional translations, it, there's, it's a lovely phrase that um, has quite a bit of useful usefulness, but leaves the door open for um, some face palming. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, well, let me read the four through six here so we can kind of talk about it. Mm -hmm. Whoever is made just through Torah, your bond to Christ has been nullified. You fell away from generosity. You see, with the life breath, we diligently anticipate the hope, justice, that is from faithfulness. With Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor having a foreskin has any power. On the contrary, what has power is faithfulness being accomplished through love. Word of the Lord. Speed again. Yeah, I think you mentioned like what was catching your attention largely mm -hmm. was the, the shift to faithfulness. Um, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the punchline to, the, to this. Because, yeah, faith is like we've, as we've talked about, um, really in every season of this show and practically every mm -hmm. chapter, <laughs> um, yep. having to acknowledge that the conventional translation for Pistis, uh, it, which is, is usually faith is really problematic, uh, insofar as, uh, it has become faith has become belief, uh, uh mm -hmm. of a more cognitive nature. Yeah. Um, it's like intellectual, just like, yes, I believe that. Yeah, and so you are you are not saved by your works and by your hands. You are saved by your brain and what you think. Like it's Descartes, Ritz, mm -hmm. and the firmaments, uh, and yeah, that's yeah. that's just not what the hell was going on at all. Like no. this, this word has you use three kind of three different terms that you kind of sometimes click together: mm -hmm. um, faithfulness. Yeah. Right. allegiance right. and trust mm -hmm. yeah or sometimes i'll switch out uh allegiance for commitment which kind of kind of tips into both the faithfulness and the allegiance piece of it yeah 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 and like we've talked about before i think even in in this season already um but the the kind of reciprocal nature between trust and responding faithfully yeah like 
you trust someone who has already responded faithfully yeah like so we trust jesus because jesus has proven himself faithful Mm -hmm. and then we respond to that trust we live it out by being faithful ourselves Mm -hmm. um showing that commitment that allegiance to following imitating the faithfulness of christ Mm -hmm. Um, and there's this reciprocal like self-perpetuating kind of element yeah yeah and it and it all of those words can really capture and maybe accentuate a little bit more kind of between this triad of like belief trust or in the affections and living it at faithfulness so Mm -hmm. using to use the clunky like head heart hands notion like you're you're capturing all of those whereas belief or faith really is here and now the other two shall meet at least has become come that way yeah 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 so and so here it it feels like it has a, a pretty different conclusion when you put faithfulness there instead of belief or faith mm-hmm. um yeah the more traditional being like faith working through love um but taking it to be as faithfulness being accomplished through love it's even connecting it with the like the being indebted to do like is it is that that i have to like check off every single box of every rule every commandment every thing that shows that i'm in instead of out that i have made sure i belong because i've done all the right things and i've passed all the tests Mm -hmm. or is it christ's gift of faithfulness to us that we trust in and reciprocate and therefore spread it which is <laughs> love your neighbor as yourself like love is the central thing that's do unto others as you would have them do unto you like the sense of loving people is the the one thing that if you're doing that all the rest of it's good like don't honestly just completely disregard it pay attention but like you're you're good like this is not only are you making sure that you're on the right side like that you're in you're like expanding the line right it's like Mm. the the bubble that you have to be into you're not like making sure that you've tipped into it you're drawing the lines bigger and bigger to include everyone around you because you're loving them they get to see your faithfulness connect that with christ's faithfulness they become trusting they become faithful also it's it just grows yeah yeah i love it yeah bringing that into today's context this i don't think is exactly what paul was actually saying but it's a i think an appropriate application mm-hmm. um is that is that sense of like not only is like believing that circumcision is important or believing that having the foreskin is better it's not about the belief right like yeah no it's a it's about are you loving like is christ faithful is that being accomplished through you sharing love with people that's it full stop yeah yeah 
Yeah, and the, yeah, the conditions of your belonging. <clears throat> it's not about cultural conformity. It's about um, this mm -hmm. sense of allegiance um, animating. And like, yeah, it, it's it's yeah. not complicated. It's not. Yeah. It's not yeah. like love. No. Yeah. Which makes me think, I can't actually remember where this is. Maybe you remember uh, where Paul says, oh, nothing to one another but love. Yep. I remember it, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, that's somewhere. It's not in not in Galatians. He doesn't know either. It's fine. Um, but that fits really well with this paragraph here. Um, you're not, you don't owe following this rule or that rule, being circumcised or not being circumcised. What you owe each other, what you owe Christ, is loving. That's mm -hmm. that's that's what mm -hmm. you need to continue mm -hmm. to do, and that's what it means to be like enslaved to christ as it talks about in other places it's just like you should yeah. be loving pay that. that that's the debt that you owe. love people <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. that's what christ did for you he loved you pass it pay it forward mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's great so to uh rewind a little bit now i want to look at verse four um there's this uh as a as a quick aside here you know, the central theme of Galatians being what do we do with what the, the structures that have taken care of us get in the way of the kind of belonging the divine is, is after um, because of what we know God has done or something, something to that effect, right? Like belonging is a big question. And um, the other, the historic translations in something like Verse four, whoever is made just through Torah, um, whoever is made righteous. Um, mm -hmm. Those words kind of click into the old way of telling it, which is whoever has their vertical belonging, their forgive, being forgiven, being able to go to heaven, how, uh, what, however you want to click that together. That's generally mm -hmm. what they think the problem is. It's not a hor It's not a social. Right. Like, and, but which is a, we, a modern Western way of thinking about it, but yeah, yeah. it is, it is, um, to use that dualism here a little bit, um, this is substantially about like how the vertical, how the divine, divine union looks in 3d among you all. How are you overcoming these alienations mm -hmm. and divisions? There's neither, you know, slave or unslaved, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. Jew or Greek, male and female. That's the question that Paul is after here. Like mm -hmm. it was a, this crisis of like, hey, Peter, you got it. You can't just like suddenly pretend to stop sitting with people who haven't had the operation done in their bikini area. You got to, there's something else going on here. You got to live into a better story. Mm -hmm. And yet, so that's why I say there's this, when I see uh, you, you chose to translate, whoever is made just through Torah. To me, that clicks mm -hmm. back into the other way of telling the story instead of accentuating whoever is folded in, whoever, I don't know, like, just can you speak to how this sits with yeah. you? Yeah, well, first thing, I, you know, that stands out to me is that he's kind of criticizing whoever, if you're thinking about this as like you are made just through Torah, like you've missed it, right? Mm -hmm. so, so I mean, it, it kind of fits what you're saying really well, actually. You know, it's, <laughs> um, this isn't the way to think about this. <laughs> like, yeah, that you're that you're made just 
through Torah. If so, then your bond to Christ has been nullified. It's like you made it pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in the sense of like through Galatians, it, it kind of talks about there is a way to be made just. It's just not through Torah. And but being made just, made righteous, being the traditional translation there, it, it means like aligned, basically. Um, going in a straight line so we talk about justice like social justice is kind of like an, the image of the scales it's just when the scales are in line mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we talk about living righteously or justly relation to torah it's following the path being yeah. aligned tracing over the path that torah has traced that set down right following it towards the end towards jubilee towards kingdom of heaven towards divine reign towards yeah new jerusalem whatever you're looking at new creation however you want to describe that uh destination yeah um but it is the sense of being aligned and i hmm. think he's saying like i think we've mentioned before like that that word is like scattered throughout english as ways that hint, like justice being the aligned scales um just uh a right angle being for a 90 degree straight mm-hmm. angle um justified margins in your word processing yeah. software yeah. being it's straight along both sides like that's what that word means is it's like straight across a standard um and so Jesus is saying like there's metaphors through John of like following the path and like Jesus is the light that helps you see where the path is and, and all mm-hmm. this stuff, the path metaphors are really fitting into this sense of just and alignment too, um, which we get in in the next paragraph. Um, it's the sense of how, how are you knowing that you're aligned with the, the path here? love mm-hmm. if you're loving then you're on the path that's it and it's not like making sure that you do all the tiny details just right yeah it's not about hitting the rumble strips the boundaries mm-hmm. of the path yeah hmm. Hmm. well i have no actual punch <laughs> yeah well i I can kind of tie that into the the path metaphors that we'll get into in the next paragraph but even here in verse four the the you fell away piece yeah yeah fits in that it's it's not uh it's like a literally like kind of falling off off course uh, being pushed off course like somebody like imagine running and someone like cuts you off and you'd like stumble and, and you get off your your path on a track you know it's mm-hmm. like that's the image there not like we, the traditional you fell away from grace you imagine like the angels falling from heaven to become demons like this like you yeah. went from being good to being evil yeah and the, it's like no no, no fall, like, capital yeah. F fall. yeah 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 and that's not what it's talking about it's it's that stumble metaphor it's that tripping metaphor it's the yeah. like just yeah. wandering off course metaphor that's over and over shows wow. up again and that's what it's talking about there and i think it's you you went off course and forgot that this is about generosity 
this is mm. a gift that you're receiving and not something that you're earning by doing everything correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that, yeah, that does kind of, I'm like overwhelmed with <laughs> a couple questions here. Um, yeah. That is striking. I did not catch that you fell away from grace is the usual translation there in verse um, mm -hmm. four. That is a religious technical, or it's, it's certainly a, it's not technical as much as it is just this generic, it's just a religious phrase. It's used mm -hmm. a lot. And I didn't catch that you kind of, you, you only changed grace to generosity. Mm -hmm. And just by doing that, it allows, yeah, a little bit more to surface this, this metaphor of like, the path and deviating or falling from it or being cut off, uh, which brings us to <laughs> this uh, this trio of um, verses. There's uh, a theme that we've talked about um, on this show has been the ways that metaphors get uh, hidden and lost in translations. The translators, for whatever reason, choose terms that dilute or conceal metaphors that are actually held over the course of quite a bit, like you just gave this like fire hose of examples right. of uh, right. it's like holy shit there's a lot in there um in this case you you tried to surface a little bit more here um some of the paul's punnery um within so verse four with <laughs> that's a good word yeah punnery yeah yes um yeah. <laughs> i'm glad uh verse four with fell away and then the whole cut you off in in seven through twelve um, what would you like to say about this? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, starting up? with, sure. Yeah. Starting with the verse four, like I just said, that the fell away there, looking at the resources like Strong's and the lexicons and stuff, it really is talking about like being driven off course, like being mm -hmm. kind of pushed, um, which is a reference back to, I think, Galatians 1. And it's like, I'm surprised that you let yourself be driven off course so so quickly is kind of what he's talking about. There. Oh. I don't remember the exact wording. It's not it's not identical to this one, but it's the same idea. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so you, yeah. Not, so that's it's not a falling away from grace. It's a like continuing on. Like you kind of got hoodwinked here a little bit by something and right pushed off, right. pushed out of your lane. Pushed off course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pushed out of your lane. Yeah. And so then continuing that on in verse seven, you used to run the course beautifully. Who cut you off and pushed you away from the truth? <laughs> there it is. Like, um, and the word cut there can mean either like with scissors or a knife or that sense of being pushed out of the way and like someone cut you in line. Like, yeah. Uh, it, it works in English both ways, and it works in the Greek both ways. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, kapto being the root there. Um, I think it's enkapto specifically uh, is the the larger form in this spot. So there, we're back to the path metaphor that's like constant, mm -hmm. constant throughout the Gospels and the, Paul's letters and the other letters, like especially Paul's letters in the gospels though, this, this image of walking a path 
or running a race, like going along this line that Torah has traced out, that Christ has traced out. Yeah. Um, is just like over and over and over again. But the transla- traditional translations don't always make sure to let that stay visible. And I try really hard to make sure it stays visible when I see it. Mm-hmm. That is such a hoot. Because then if you know where that the next few sentences are going, talking about circumcision and he, you know, kind of ends, with, mm-hmm. I wish the ones distracting you would go ahead and cut themselves off. Like he's talking about like, just cut often other translations kind of accentuate the, like he's like, he's saying, yeah, they want you to cut your, your foreskin off. I wish they would just cut their whole dick mm-hmm. off. <laughs> yeah. A lot Wait. of translations do a uh, castrate is the yes. translation there in verse 12. I wish go ahead and castrate themselves. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it, it, he's being punny, like cut off means both things in English. Like yeah. driver cut me off on the road. Yeah made me swerve off course like uh, not super happy about that right uh, or like cut off some skin cut off a body part and do an amputation like the word there works both ways it, it's a slightly different form but it's the same root kapto in verse 12 yeah. um, it's and the, with the extra little bit tied onto the front of there it's the stronger like amputation. They had strong opinions about the extra little bit yeah it's a uh, it becomes like amputate basically. Wow. Um, and then there's another metaphor that's you going back to, into the Psalms of um, being a, the people of God being a vineyard and the question mm-hmm. in Jesus' day of mm-hmm. being like kind of grafted in and into, oh, Paul's really emphasizing that sort of stuff. So right. to be cut off from the people of God is a social dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. So there's... Yeah, being exiled and... Yeah, four? I think so. And, and four layers? <laughs> might even be four. Yeah, but it's because it's, let's say, I'm not promoting circumcision. Or, uh, yeah, the trip people up has been nullified. I wish someone's distracting you would go ahead and cut themselves off. Um, so yeah, we've got the being cut out of the community, uh, like pruned, pruned away, right? Yeah. Um, looking at some john reference there which is looking back to isaiah and psalms and yeah yeah yeah. so there's so many different things that are that are happening here but Mm -hmm. the the two like clearly he's already referenced it in the in the passage are the like physically cutting off snip snip uh and the like pushed you off out of your lane because i cut you off as i'm driving or as we're running a race is more literally here yeah yeah and he wants to say like the direction that you got pushed into is not the right one because it wasn't christ that pushed you there it's not the one who called you it's so it's like you've been following another gospel which isn't the real one yes Um, and yeah so i wish the ones distracting you would stop it Cut themselves off, take themselves away, like amputate <laughs> their own body part. Mm-hmm. Which that even goes possibly into the body of Christ types of metaphors. Amputate themselves from the body of Christ. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. How how many metaphors have we reached now? Is that like a quintuple? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is uh, Saint Paul um, 
lord of dad jokes mm -hmm. uh, used to make very strong points yeah um patron saint of dad jokes there you go yeah yeah if you're a dick you should be cut off from the body of christ <laughs> that's yeah. make it six there but that really is kind of what he's saying mm -hmm. it's remarkable yeah. and quite yeah quite witty um <clears throat> well i guess that i guess we're gonna end on that note uh yeah why not yeah sure uh so thank you as always for joining us for this leg of the journey we've got uh Galatians, the rest of Galatians 5 to look forward to next week. The easiest way to support Found in Translation is to leave us a rating or a review in your podcast player of choice or the website you're watching this on. Uh, it makes it easier for more people to find the show and get in on the conversation. And if you really want to get into the conversation, this, that's the second best way to support the show. Become a sponsor for just $5 a month. When you do that, you get comment access on the translation's Google document, as well as the satisfaction that you are supporting exceptionally nerdy independent media. You can find the link to join that community in the episode description. The music you're listening to is by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. And the translation was produced on unceded Chinook land by Perry FM. Goodbye, Brandon. Bye, Brandon. Bye, everybody.